Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, welcome to our special show. Ryan and Sacktown, the one and only Jerry Reynolds coming up next. It's the Kings and the Warriors, game one on Saturday. We're a little more than 70 hours away from game one. Jerry, Ryan, it is so great to have you here. It is our Kings-Warriors playoff preview. Jerry, how are you tonight? I am good. I am good. Boy, all this playoff basketball, the play-in tournament's already started. Yeah. It's just been great. And uh, obviously coming up over the weekend, especially the Kings and Warriors series, what, what a blast that'll be. Ryan, I'm happy that you're joining us here for this show, so let's get right to it. Jerry, do you think this is a fairly even series? Do you think it's a lopsided series? What is your overview as we get ready for game one? I think it's very uh, even. You know, I mean, obviously, the the Lake, I mean, the the, uh, Warriors are the defending champs and and all that, but the Kings have had the better year, the better record, uh, the best offense in the league. So I think you have to focus that. And they got the home court. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I think it's a very even series. And, you know, I, I you know, I, I think it's going to come down to uh, who can make a, a clutch shot down the stretch of a lot of games. I think just about every game. What about you, Ryan? I think it's slightly skewed towards the Warriors' favor. Um, that's why Vegas is putting them as the favorites. But I think it is very, very close. Okay, I don't think it's that close. Um, I believe that the Warriors' experience, I think they're veteran players, and they have a superstar in Steph Curry. I don't really put a lot of stock into what happened in the regular season. The Warriors played a good chunk of the regular season without Steph Curry and without Andrew Wiggins. This team knows how to win. They know what the playoffs are all about. I'm a little nervous about Keegan Murray in his first opportunity. Even though Fox hasn't been in the postseason, I think he's going to play well. But, I mean, if I'm looking at these teams objectively, the Warriors are a better team. I mean, they're just a better team. I don't care that the Kings won 48 and the Warriors won 44. Steve Kerr tanked four or five games by benching everyone and then their injuries. So, to me, yeah, the Warriors don't have home court. But, Jerry, I just think they're a better team. 
Well, I, I wouldn't even argue. I wouldn't argue that, but but I would say, and and I don't know that the home court uh, makes as much difference in the playoffs as it does regular season. But the Warriors are about the worst team in the league uh, on uh, uh, as a visiting team. So there is something maybe there, and I'm just giving it a little bit of credibility in playoffs. To whereas obviously what they did in the regular season was just absolutely embarrassing. How bad. Yeah they were but uh but yeah you you know you make good points I, I mean i think the one thing that might help the kings uh in this series is is andrew wiggins coming back he really hasn't played any games in a long time and so there to me there'd be there's likely to be some adjustment obviously gary payton is still finding his way although it looks like he's pretty close yep uh uh, and, and so there'll be some adjustments with the starting lineup if, if Wiggins does start as if we've been told. And so, uh, you know, how all that plays yeah. out. So I, I think there's a little bit of, of maneuverability and adjustment that Steve Kerr has to go through that Mike Brown doesn't. You know, Ryan, the interesting aspect of this series is, or one of the interesting aspects I think the Kings, and you and I talk about this all the time on our shows, the Kings assist to turnover ratio has been very good. They take very good care of the basketball, and the Warriors have been very sloppy with the ball. I think that could be, you know, a real factor in this series. Oh, absolutely, Grant. I'm depending on it to be a factor because the Kings would have to take advantage of those, you know, missteps. Warriors 30th in turnovers. Um, which is not a very good stat to have, but no. um, that speaks also to the pace that the Warriors play at. They're able to turn the ball over more because and still be successful because they're up and down the court and getting more shots. So that is something the Kings need to capitalize on, and they, they cannot have anywhere near the types of turnovers that the Warriors can have. That's for Gary, sure. Gary, what about that? What, what, what do you attribute the Warriors being so poor with the basketball this year? Well, of course, they are playing, as, as Ryan pointed out, I mean, at the fastest pace. And, and so that sometimes makes, but, but they have it been sloppy. I, I think they get into a little bit of showmanship sometime uh-huh. to, yeah. to, to make a great pass where a routine pass will do. And, uh, you know, I've heard Steve Kerr talk about that. And I've seen it, you know, to where they get into a, a little bit of, uh, you know, being more creative than is necessary now. Will that continue in the playoffs? I'd almost be surprised if it does. I think they'll clean that up. I think uh, for the Kings, uh, the more they can make the Warriors play in the half court, their chances get better. And, and I mean, that's, uh, that, that's true for a lot of teams, but especially the Warriors. And they're good in the half court, but uh, they're great in the open court. I don't think 20-point leads are going to be a big deal in this series unless it's with eight to ten minutes left to go in the fourth. I think you're going to see – wide fluctuations in this series. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Kings up by 20 and 10 minutes later down and vice versa. Both these teams, Jerry, will go on runs and both these teams will give up big leads because if they go through a four to six minute stretch where their threes aren't falling and they're not scoring, these teams are too good offensively and they'll come back from big deficits. Yeah, you know, three-point shooting is what it is and and nobody – you know, great shooting uh, three-point teams, you know, don't, don't hit five out of every 10. They'll, at times, they'll be 0 for 10, and at times, they'll be 6 for 10. I mean, and so that's where your runs come from, and, and, and both teams will shoot threes in transition. So that just makes it exactly what you've said. And, you know, we've seen that in the three play, play-in games already that's been yeah. played, where uh, all the, the teams that lost – 
Well, uh, two of them had big leads. Yeah, Minnesota uh, had a big lead game. last and night. And, of course, yeah. the Atlanta Hawks had a huge lead against the uh -huh. Heat, and the Heat got closer. So, yeah, it, it will be that type of series. You're exactly right. It's a game of runs, and with these two teams, it'll be big runs. Ryan, you and I are going to be out at Bennett's coming up this Saturday. I had lunch there today with my umpire friend, Brian, and we had the uh, redfish. He had never been to Bennett's before, and I go, you got to get the redfish. And he loved it, and uh, we had a really good time there. Again, Ryan and I are going to be out there for the pregame, the halftime, and the postgame at Bennett's. Come on out and see us. We would love to be able to watch the game with you. They have plenty of TVs. You'll be able to have a good time. The food is great, the ambiance. Again, come out and join us. We're going to be at the Roseville location, Eureka and Lead Hill Road. All right, we're in Roseville, the Eureka location. Come watch game one with us on Saturday at Bennett's in Roseville. Ryan, let's talk a little bit about what Jerry and I were just hopping on, and that's yeah. the, the these teams are going to go on runs, and fans shouldn't panic if all of a sudden – you know, you're down 20 in the first half. You you and I talk about both these teams are going to be able to come back from big deficits. Yeah, I mean, this is how both teams have lived all season pretty much by the three ball. And so that's a product of that. Um, but I, I think what the Kings fans and the Kings specifically have to be careful of with those runs is not being baited into taking quick threes if things are not going great because that's going to increase the pace that the Warriors are playing at. The Kings can get a good three-point shot. It just doesn't have to be the first one every time. And so that's where the discipline and you know playing a little bit in the first half could negate some of those runs. All right, yeah, we get a lot of nice chats. Uh, it says, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, you and Ryan at Bennett's. I'm flying to go to the game. What time will you be there? We will be there probably... We'll be there by four o'clock at the at the latest at Bennett's. Yeah. We'll be there probably at three thirty. Jerry, I'm sorry, you were getting ready to say something. Yeah, uh, you know, I I do think you know what Ryan's talking about really is a, a real key here. I mean, certainly the the Kings, you want to shoot the three and you want to have them shoot a lot of threes because that's a strength. But play inside out. Make sure yep. that Sabonis gets a touch about every trip down. Uh, you know, he's good at pushing it himself and getting guys involved. The little drop off passes, but, but the, the more you, uh, you know, you make the Warriors work and, and still look for your threes and, and just run your offense. But, but I think you put a lot of pressure on the Warriors yeah. if you'll play inside out a lot more. Jerry, what do you think the matchup will be like from the Warriors perspective on Sabonis? Well, I, I mean, I think they have to start with Looney on him. Uh, you know, it's a good matchup, I think, for uh, Domas. I think late in the game, it'll be uh, green. I think Draymond Green. I think when it's when it's crunch time, I think they'll probably go small. Uh, you know, the Kings are small, so it's that's not too much of a stretch, uh, because I don't think they want to get Green in foul trouble until till closing time, so to speak. But uh, either way, I, I I don't think that you know the the Warriors. I've watched them a lot. The, Steve Kerr doesn't d double much, so he'll he'll play everybody pretty much head up, and. Uh, so I, I expect to see the same thing. Ryan, what do you think is a key matchup in this series? Give me something that you're looking at that you think could be a real big factor in whether it's from the Kings perspective or the Warriors perspective. Um, for me, it's got to be Keegan Murray. Um, that's the key matchup just because offensively and defensively, Keegan's going to have to do a little bit more offensively than shoot the ball. He's got to get in and rebound, and that's on both sides of the floor. 
But specifically on defense, Keegan is going to have to not fall for those pump fakes, you know, those silly fouls that, you know, a veteran may not fall for like Harrison Barnes. And so because Keegan's going to play extended minutes more than he's typically played in the uh, regular season, he needs to be on the floor. All right. I think a real key in this series, a couple of individuals on the bench, and I really think that Gary Payton could have an impact on this series. I think he has come back, Jerry. He looks pretty good right now. And I think the war, I, I was very impressed with how Peyton played for the Warriors in the last postseason. Then, of course, he went to Portland and the, the Warriors reacquired him. I think he could have a really interesting role in this series, Jerry. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt because I think he's going to be uh, pl- playing uh, on Fox a lot. Yep. And so, and he is a terrific defender, much like I think Davion Mitchell will play a little more in this series than you might think normally because of Curry. Uh, you know, he uh, he's a guy that uh, bothers everybody, even the greater players, Curry, uh, the, the, you know, because the Warriors will give Curry more screens to get away from him, and, and that's still good for the Kings. All right, I want to I get more into that because I think with the schedule, you go Saturday, Monday, and then you don't play again until Thursday, and then from Thursday to Sunday. So you're getting a lot of time off. You the TV timeouts are longer. Jerry, do you see Fox and Sabonis playing forty minutes a game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, me too. I think it uh, it makes perfect sense. Play your best players the most they can play. So, how uh, do you play Mitchell more? Then tell me what happens. You think Mitchell's going to play more? So, how's that going to work? Well, I think if he plays more, because you can go you can go three guards a lot uh, against the Warriors. You could play Harrison Barnes at four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so because that's kind of the way the Warriors play. So, but I could see Davion, you know, as opposed to a ten or fifteen minute guy, maybe being a twenty minute guy. I don't mean he's going to play, sure. but certainly in in offense defense situations where you need a defender in there for a minute or two, and and Curry's Curry, uh, you know, he like I say, he he's not going to stop Curry. Nobody is, but he is he is will be a pain in the ass to Curry just like he is to everybody else. I think another interesting aspect of this, and maybe I'm making too much out of this, it's a seven-game series. you got to win four. But if the Kings lose game one at home with the buildup and everything else, the pressure that they're going to be facing 48 hours later is going to be huge. The Warriors, meanwhile, they're not going to panic. They bounce back. They're like, no problem. We'll get them on Monday. They'll be able to handle that situation, in my opinion, much better than the Kings. So I'm not saying game one's a must win because that's stupid. But I, I just, I'm worried about that aspect, Ryan. You know, if the Kings lose game one, how they're going to handle a game two when they have not played well this year at home. Yeah, Grant, I, I'm not as worried as you are. The Kings have played um, pretty solid when their backs have been against the wall, quote unquote. Um, in the regular season. And if I look at those two games, I actually think game one is the one that they would lose out of those two at home. And game two would be for the win for the Kings. Um, So I I think they're going to be fine with that. And they'll be up. I mean, they've both teams are going to be playing in the same atmosphere. But I, I think that the Kings would be fine almost in a better position to win game two, having a taste of what game one's going to be. All right. What about you, Jerry? What do you think? Well, about I, I think it, I do think this. I, I think that uh, whichever 
say with, if the Kings lose the first one, I think it's a lot more pressure on them than if the Warriors lost the first one. Agreed. Uh, I think the Warriors yeah. have been there, done that. Uh, I think the Kings have shown through the regular season they can bounce back, and they they're certainly not gonna uh, panic. But uh, you know, when you're playing the defending champs and they only have to win three, and you have to win four, uh, I, I think I think uh, I know my butt. My butt cheeks will pucker up a little bit. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> hey, I want to tell you uh, about Fosters and Paws. They are a group of animal advocates. They work primarily with dogs in shelters. They also work with young people. They teach them the lifelong benefits of having a pet. Fostersandpaws.org. You can look at their mission statement and everything that they do. And if you're not able to adopt they could really use donations for the food and the shelters. So, again, for more information, go to fostersandpaws.org. All right, let's have some fun here. Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Let's go position by position. We don't have to spend a lot of time. Let's just go around the horn. All right, can we agree that you're going to give the edge at the point guard to Curry? Even though Fox has had a great year, you got to give the edge to Curry, correct? Correct. All right, what about shooting guard, Clay Thompson, Kevin Herter? Clay Thompson. Me too. All right. Then let's go to the front line, depending on how you want to do it. You got Harrison Barnes, you have Keegan Murray, and you have Sabonis against the Warriors front line. Who has the edge? I would say the Kings. I, okay. I, I'm going Kings on that one. All right. What about the bench? Uh, bench would probably be the Warriors at this point. All right. Point. Jerry, I'm going to go with you. You're going to go with Curry over Fox? Yes. All right. What about shooting guard Herder Thompson? Got to go with Clay. Been yep. there, done that. Right. What about the front line? I told you with Barnes, Murray, and Sabonis against the Warriors front line. I like the Kings. I do too. What about the bench? Probably got to go with the Warriors at this stage. I think the Kings have got a good bench, but I think with the Warriors, with Wig, uh, Wiggins coming back, you know, DiVincenzo has been really good. Yes, he has. Uh, late in the year and, and certainly Peyton off the bench, uh, Poole off the cool. bench. Uh, you know, pretty hard not to not to give them the slight edge there. All right, Jerry, I've been getting this question a lot, and so has Ryan. So you're a perfect guy to ask about this because you've been in a lot of coaching locker rooms. You've been a head coach. You've been an assistant. There's been a lot of questions that I get. Well, gee, you know, Mike Brown knows the Warriors better than anybody. And I'm like, well, that's true. But coaches leave staffs all the time, whether they're head coaches or assistant coaches, and they go to other teams. And to me, there's no mystery to what the Warriors are going to do. They play the same way. They've been playing the same way. They win championships. So to me, there's no real secret formula. But do you buy into the fact that, you know, that's an advantage for the Kings because Mike Brown spent the last six years or so there? I, I do, but I think it's probably a lot less of an advantage than most people do. I mean, I, I definitely think it's an advantage because he certainly has some ideas of what you can do against Curry, what you can do against Clay, Poole, those but having said all that, you can have an idea, but he's not guarding them. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, I know from my experience, you can know exactly what to do against Michael Jordan, but you can't, but it doesn't work, <laughs> you know? And I, yeah. and I mean, Curry's in almost that category that if he's going good, he can't be guarded. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes he'll miss shots. And that's what you hope that he just have one of those nights where, some of those uh, shots don't go in, but so I guess in a nutshell, yeah, I think it's a, a slight advantage, but very slight. 
Hey, you had Danny Ainge who thought he could guard Mitch Richmond, and he found out real quickly in the first quarter of the, uh, the game against the Warriors that that wasn't going to happen. Yes, yes, he did. And that's usually the way it works sometimes. You know, your players get an idea of uh, what they can do or coaches what they can do with certain guys. And, you know, about uh, midway in the game, he's like, whoops, that ain't going to work. <laughs> and so then there'll be a lot of that for both teams. You know, yeah. uh, there'll be a, a lot of that. Well, how many open shots will you give Draymond Green? I think you'll give him a lot. Uh, and now, but if he starts, what if he makes a few, then that could change. So, uh, you know, that, that's where coaching comes in is the adjustments during the game. You're going, they're going to have their game plans. Yeah. And, you know, the odds are that during the game, part of the plan is falling apart. They got to come up with another plan. Kings Warriors game one. Don't forget that Ryan and I will be at Bennett's in Roseville. Uh, pre-game, halftime, post-game. Come on out and watch the game with us. Bennett's in Roseville, Eureka, and Lead Hill Boulevard. We're really excited about that. Game one coming up for you on Saturday. All right. So we have a series that spread. I can't believe that if it goes seven games, that's on April 30th. I, I think it's crazy, but it is what it is. Here's, here's inevitable, Ryan. The It's been a horrible year for the referees. I think we can all agree yeah. on that. And I'm sure that there's going to be bitching and moaning with Draymond Green. To me, Draymond Green is a wild card in this series. I still am not convinced that he can maintain his composure enough without hurting his team, whether it's via a ejection slash suspension. So I think how he maintains his composure, and you can say, well, you know, it's the playoffs. No, last year against Memphis, you remember he got ejected in game two and created quite a scene. And so mm -hmm. I, I don't know about him, Ryan. I know he's good. He's very good. I think every team in the league would love to have a Draymond Green in the postseason, but there is that uh, about him, you know? Yeah, no, there is, Grant. And at times, he's going to be asked to guard Sabonis, who is incredibly fundamental. He could be a magician with that basketball, but he can also be very physical. And you look at in the playoffs typically are called a little bit more physical. They let him play a little bit more. That is a huge advantage for the Kings. If the Kings can keep their heads um, and not get into that game with Draymond, then that could really benefit them because the Warriors, I mean, when you speak of physicality, they are 30th in the league at free throw attempts. So they don't like to get down in the trenches, and that's where the Kings could have a very distinct advantage as long as you don't play into those mind games, frustration stuff with Draymond. Yeah, with, with Draymond, I've always said, I mean, if the officials really wanted to call it right, correctly, I mean, he'd be kicked out of every game in the first quarter. Yep. I mean, when you yep. make, you know, when you go to officials as uh, like he does, it's like, you know, DeMarcus back in the day. But, yeah. uh, you know, invariably uh, he knows that he'll get, he might get a one technical, but he'd have to, you know, kick somebody in the, man private parts to get to get the second one which he has done <laughs> i mean so sure uh, yeah i think if, if you're steve kerr I, I think you're always concerned about that because he's always what it makes him a good player and i'm certainly not in the idea of he's a hall of famer by any stretch but he's a very good player but he's always on the edge and that's why he is a good player and that's why he uh he may not he may not last all seven he may may miss one Ryan, who's winning this series and how many games? Oh, here we go. Um, I 
have the Warriors winning this game or winning this series in seven games. I think they split in Sacramento. I think Sacramento wins the next two at the Chase Center, and then they split leading to game seven with the Warriors and their experience being too much for Sacramento in a game. All right. I don't think the Kings have any chance of winning two games in San Francisco in games three and four, and I mean that, but I've been wrong before. Jerry, how do you see this series going? I'm uh... – I'm going Kings and seven, fellas. Okay. Kings and seven. All right. That would and, be something. Uh, I just, you know, I it's kind of been a magical year, and I'm just saying, you know, it, it just one more little. It'll take magic. There's no doubt. Yep. And you're going to you're going to need magic for four times, magic, Jerry. Jerry, you're going to need magic for four games. Them. I'm giving them a chance. Yeah. Well, I'm giving them a chance too. I'm giving them a chance too. I think the Warriors win this series in six. And the reason for that, I think that I think they're a better team. First of all, I don't care about the records. The Warriors are a better team. They have a superstar and they know how to win. And I think that the Kings being the first time around for Fox and Murray and some of the other players, I think that's going to be the difference in this series. So I hope it goes seven. That would be thrilling. Uh, I just think the Warriors are a little bit better in a lot of aspects of the game. And I, I think the backcourt is going to be the difference. And I think Curry and Thompson will be the difference in this series. It's a game. It's a guard-oriented game. And I just think the guards of Golden State are going to outduel the guards of Sacramento. So I, that's why I think the Warriors win this series. But you know, Grant, the, you know, the only thing uh, that, that I'd throw out there is I think people are – I'm just not sure that Wiggins is going to be of value in this series. And, you know, obviously with a healthy Wiggins uh, like he was last year, yeah, I would say it's clearly the Warriors, but but uh, I'm just until I see it, yep. I'm not going to give him credit for being. Uh, he'll probably get better as the series goes on. Would you agree with that? Part what's that? I said he'll probably get better as the series goes on. You would expect that. Uh, I also think you've got to worry with a guy like that that hasn't played a game since Injury. November. That uh, injuries are even more likely. Yep, and uh, things can go wrong. I mean, I, I'm not I wishing agree. that on anybody, but uh, you know, he hadn't he hadn't trotted out there in a live game now since that's, November, and that's a fact. No, you're. I do not disagree with that. I I think you know his muscles, hamstrings, everything else. That's going to be an issue, don't you think, Ryan? That that's a that's the other unknown in this series. And Jerry's spot on. We really don't know how Andrew Wiggins is going to be. Yeah, and we could all be wrong. He he could be completely ready to go in himself in his finest form in game one. But yeah, uh, history would tell you injuries could be a problem. Recovery could be an issue, not playing NBA basketball for that long. Um, and it may take him, you know, three, four or five games to get going until we see that fine form. Well, and that, and that's why the Kings really need to, to, to get the first win. I mean, you know, the longer – the more games you just figure Wiggins is going to get better and better uh, to expect him to be full Andrew Wiggins game one. I don't see that. No, as I don't a possibility. see it. No. no. As it yeah, goes, as it goes, he, we're going to see a probably a better version of him. Well, you know, as long as you don't have Zion Williamson, Jerry, can you believe Zion Williamson <laughs> said, I can pretty much do anything, but I'm not going to play. What a joke, huh? Well, it's sad. It's a sad state, you know, of, of the league, uh, really to where, you know, so many players, uh, you know, at the end of the year, top players not playing Zion. I don't know about his injury or what, what people would say, but, uh, you know, at some point uh, he hasn't played enough to be a star. No. So why consider him one, you know, 
And I, I'd say a little bit about, you know, Kevin Durant, people just giving Durant and the Phoenix Suns a pass to the, uh, you know, the Western finals or finals. And I'm saying, wait a minute, this guy's missed more games the last four years than, than Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's like uh, Chris Paul or, yeah, if they're, I mean, I'll say this, I, I wouldn't say they wouldn't do it, but really they haven't looked all that dominant to me yet. Yeah. Uh, so if, all I'm saying is I hope if the Kings can't get there, it, it'll be the uh, Denver Nuggets. How's that? Do you expect De'Aaron Fox to be very good to great in this series, guys? Let, Ryan. Yeah, um, let me take that one. I, I expect De'Aaron Fox to see some different looks. You brought up Gary Payton Jr. earlier in this one, and – I think the game plan for them is to try to deny the ball and try to keep the ball out of his hands. Cause once the ball's in his hands, it's a little bit more difficult, even if you are Peyton. Yep. Um, I actually expect Fox to be just as he is in clutch time, but I think he's going to take a little bit of a step back. And really if the Kings want to win this, he knows that step needs to be taken back and things need to be ran through Sabonis because when you look at the strengths, as we pointed them out, that is where the strength is with the Kings. And I'm not just saying you post up Sabonis, you put him at the high post where he's doing the dribble handoffs. You let him distribute. You let him help Fox get to his spots. And if he can do that, that allows the Kings to still play at a pace that's acceptable to them, but just not at Golden State's pace. And there's a higher likability that the ball's going through the hoop, which will further slow down. Golden Jerry, State. what do you think about Fox in this series? What do you expect from him? Well, I think he's going to be good, but I, I do worry about a couple of things. I think, uh, you know, Golden State's certainly aware of how valuable he is and how talented he is. And and certainly Gary Payton and, and Dante DiVincenzo are, are good, both good defenders. And yes, I think they are. He's going to get 48 minutes of very physical, uh, hard-nosed defense on himself. And I think the Kings, really, as Ryan pointed out, I think really for Fox, he needs to go through uh, Sabonis maybe a little more. He's not going to be able to create as easy off the dribble as we've seen during the regular season. Uh, but I think he can get his points. But he's going to have to work a lot harder for him, that's for sure. All right, Dog asked me, who's the biggest X factor for the Kings outside of Fox and Sabonis? I think it's Harrison Barnes. Harrison has been so steady. He's the one guy on that team that's got a championship pedigree. He, he's been through this before, and I think Fox and Sabonis will do their thing. I think you need a very good, consistent Harrison Barnes in this postseason. So to me, he's the X factor. I don't think the Kings can win this series if Harrison Barnes does not play very well. Ryan, we'll start with you on that. Um, I'm going to go with Kevin Herter. I okay. think Kevin Herter, there's going to be a lot of attention on Fox and Herter did have a couple outbursts towards the end of the season. Yep. Herter is going to have to have big games. And we've seen that Herter can do it, not just from behind the three point line, but he can also take it to the hoop at times. Good and point. if he can draw some fouls on Thompson or Curry, that really helps out the Kings case. Jerry, what about you? Who's your X factor? Malik Monk. Okay. I really, you know, I think the Warriors uh, bench is probably a little better. But yep. Malik could be a difference maker there because uh, in this style of game, uh, you know, he can get it going almost like a curry at times and, and he can make plays. So I, I really think if the, if he doesn't have an outstanding series, the Kings 
have no chance. I really believe that he he can swing things a little bit. And certainly I think Herter will will gain a, a little opportunity because of, of Fox. But they're going to need, uh, you know, because the Warriors are going small a lot. That means the Kings can go small. And if Monk can come in and, you know, we, he doesn't need to get 45 off the bench yep. like he did against the Clippers. But, you know, probably going to need 15, 18 every game from him. And if you get that, uh, your chances just got better. Jerry, who do you think wins the Lakers Grizzlies series? Oh, I'd like to see them both lose. Uh, <laughs> but barring that, uh, I think the Grizzlies are the better team. Uh, you know, I mean, if they had Adams, I, I wouldn't even be worried about it. Uh, but losing Adams and Clark, I mean, the size factor. But, uh, you know, I, I really do. I mean, the Lakers are playing much better, much better team than they were. Yep two months ago, uh, but they, they, you know, it's not, it's not like a finished product there. And, and I, you know, with Desmond Bain and, and Jackson and John Moran, I think there's some tough yep. matchups and Dylan Brooks is enough of a, a, a kind of a dickhead that uh, he'll, he'll uh, get into LeBron's psyche a little bit. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Yeah, I'm I, I'm going Memphis as well. They they really impressed me with what they did with Ja Morant out. Um, we expected them to fall, and I feel like that's really when this team kind of came together. Um, you know, and on top of that, although the Lakers have been playing better, Exhibit A last night against the Underman Timberwolves, they down ten almost the entire yeah. game in a game that matters. So the Lakers are just too all over the place right now, and you don't know what you're going to get. Hey, I want to tell you about Gold Country uh, Veterinarian Hospital, all right? And they are located in Auburn. They are serving the foothills and the greater <laughs> Sacramento area. They're a full-service veterinary medicine, dentistry, surgery, and wellness care. They're dedicated also to urgent care. Bottom line, when your pet needs to be seen, they are available. Full surgical care from spay, neuter packages to advanced orthopedic procedures, such as ACL repairs, dentistry, and much more. Again, Gold Country Veterinarian Hospital. Appreciate them being a sponsor as well. Jerry, you know, just so you know, if you have trouble getting into the dentist, as you heard, they, they do dentistry. Uh, so, you know, you never know, you know. Well, you, well no, you don't. you got to keep all options open. <laughs> and, uh, sometimes I, I'm, like Mrs. Riddle says, sometimes I'm kind of an animal. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so this is an interesting question. We'll end on this, gentlemen. Dog says he thinks the Sixers and the Nuggets have the most pressure on them to perform and go deep into these playoffs. I would agree with Denver. Anybody disagree with that? I think the Nuggets and Michael Malone, it's time. They do have a lot of pressure on them. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think I agree with both those. Uh -huh. uh, you know, because Doc Rivers, if they if the Sixers don't go, you know, at least to the Eastern Finals, I think they'll make a change there. Uh, you know, Del, Del Morey, he didn't hire Doc. And then I think with Michael Malone, I think the pressure is on him. Shouldn't be because he's a terrific coach and, They'd get another, both of them probably get another job, but I, I think it's that time for Denver too. So I think those, both those teams have to make the finals of the East and West. Ryan, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, a hundred percent on the Nuggets, and I feel like that pressure is on Coach Malone totally. And I think with the Sixers, yes, they have a lot of pressure too, and a lot of that's on Harden as well. Mm -hmm. We've seen James Harden not play well in the playoffs, and with the way Embiid's playing right now, if you have another low Harden performance. Is this become a coaching issue or 
a James Harden issue. Great point. Well, I hope it's a tremendous series. I hope it's a lot of fun. It's hard to believe, Jerry, you and I started doing the games together in the 90s. You were with the Kings when they moved from uh, Kansas City. I was not. I moved to Sacramento in 87. But it's just mind-boggling to me, Jerry, and you and I used to talk about this all the time, that this is the first year since the Kings have been in Sacramento that the Kings and Warriors are good in the same season. That's just amazing to me that they're in the it same really division. It really is. I've thought about that so much, yeah. you know, and I mean, it would have, you know, all the years, you know, when the Kings were really good, the Warriors were terrible, and the Kings have been terrible recently while the Warriors were having their, their dynasty, and uh, so it, it's great. It's great for Northern right. California fans, and and, you know, what I would hope, and I think uh, we're going to see several more years of this, uh, you know, hopefully with yep. the Kings are a little better prepared, maybe to have about six or eight years where the Warriors maybe two or three. Good point. Jerry, we really appreciate you joining us tonight. You enjoy the games. Thank you so much. Enjoyed it. Always enjoy being with you guys. And I know you <laughs> do a great job out there at Bennett. So uh, let's uh, go Kings. Awesome. Go Kings. Good, good stuff from Jerry and Ryan and I will uh, be at Bennett's. Hey, before we go, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing. Uh, locally owned for over 20 years, they've got a fix for you. You can go to SacServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. That's uh, SacServicePlumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Ryan, looking forward to uh, being out there Saturday with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great time, and hopefully everybody here, tell a friend, and all of you can attend because yeah. we're really looking forward to it. All right. I want to thank everyone for joining us on this special. If you are new to us, please subscribe to the channel and hit the thumbs up, hit the like button, all right? So it takes a second. Just hit the thumbs up, the like button. It would be greatly appreciated, and if you have not yet subscribed, please do, though. All right? We will be at Bennett's in Roseville again Game one, Bennett's in Roseville, Eureka and Lead Hill Road. We'll be out there. We'll probably be out there by 3.30. The game's at 5.30, but we'll be out there between 3.30 and 4. Come yeah. say hi to us. Rhino, have a good evening, buddy. You too. Thanks, partner. Yeah, good stuff right there. And don't forget, tomorrow, right here on If You Don't Like That at 10.30, I'll be live with Larry Kruger from the Bay Area. We'll get his take on the Warriors and his pick in this first-round matchup. So long, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, friends.